All right, welcome back to Lovable Degenerates. It's uh, it's been a while, dude. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing good. I think you've just been camping like every weekend. Yep, been camping a lot. month, and then oh, yeah, and like getting like been criminals out of jail, yep. or maybe are they in any of them in jail? They're all innocent. Well, They're what about the ones that you went to trial for? And did have you lost any trials? If I've ever lost a trial, the person was guilty. <laughs> all right fair enough can't argue can't argue with that and uh today we are going to talk about what topics that you could give a 30 minute presentation on without even having to like think about it without having to do any prep without being like okay let me think about what i would do here or like what just like be like boom 30 minutes what can you do you got any off the top of your head yeah but also, I also realized after I started writing them down, I was like, this is literally just our podcast. <laughs> like 30 minutes where we just talk about bullshit. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty much. But I guess this is the only difference is you, do you, like you doing it alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and you have to do it. You'd have to be doing it alone. Like a presentation you're probably doing by yourself. Yeah. I mean, well, the things that we talk about in this podcast, though, are not kind of like what? goes along with this subject right sure like, well we're not teaching our listeners anything They're well not, I'm you not, people aren't learning anything from this who podcast. says that these are educational <laughs> presentations it's like drunk history <laughs> like i'm good i could teach a presentation on embezzling money could you like easily yeah all right do it right now i mean why do you think that i'm going to france next week all the money that i've been siphoning off to all my offshore accounts and then i'm going to england is because i gotta pick up the cash and then everybody knows when you do that, you buy the Rolexes overseas, and then you come back, and then you just sell them, and then that money's real. Hy- uh, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you aren't actually going to, to France. Yeah, that part's for sure <laughs> not true. Dude, this is way off topic, but have you seen that garage over there? Your yeah. neighbor's garage? That yeah. looks like a sick man cave. Yeah, fuck those people. Why? You don't like them? They're like loud or what? No, they're fine. I went over there one day because it's it's just a bar. Yeah, they've they've rented out a garage it's stall. A bar? Yeah. What do you mean? Like they rented out a garage stall. They have a TV in there. They have like fridges in there. Like they're just there like every like every night of the week, just like drinking beers or like smoking. Wait, meat. they don't live there. No, it's like the whole like a bunch of different people around, like in this neighborhood mm-hmm. go over there and just like get drunk and just drink. Oh, why? Well, why are you saying fuck those people? Because I went over there. With a beer one time, I was just like, like, hey, I see you guys over here all the time. Like, what's up? Just wanted to say hi. Like, whatever. Shoot the shit. They were not welcoming new uh, new friends. Why? What the fuck? I, I was just, it was, for whatever reason, I they were just like, no new friends. And I was like, what? They said that? No, they didn't say that. But they were just very much like standoffish. Like, why are you here? I'm like, it's literally like a bunch of people that don't live in that. Pl- like, yeah. they're all from everywhere. Yeah. And there's like probably like a dozen people, not that are there every day, but like a dozen people that go like go to that place. That's weird. And they just were like, "No, we don't want to be friends with you." And I was like, Fuck "How long did you stay there, dude?" Because I could tell I wasn't welcome. I stayed for like five minutes, maybe. Did you stand there and they just didn't talk to you? And they no, just I like talked off? to them, but they like were very much like, "Hell's your deal." Yeah, it was very weird. Was you very... Do have, you do have kind of a punchable face, so I don't know. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe. I think it's called concussionable face, but, but... Okay, so I've got a couple more if you want me to go while you still... If you're still thinking, or do you have anything... I could give a... I could probably give a 30-minute... 
I mean, I think a 30 minute, is it like, am I teaching about something or is it more I don't think like, you have to teach. I think I could probably give a 30 minute um, presentation on why strip clubs are not places where douchebags go. And it's actually empowering for women and people that go to strip clubs are actually cool. What's your, uh, what's the fucking thing when you, st- when you start a presentation, you are like, what's your elevator here? What's your elevator pitch? Oh, my elevator pitch. Well, it's like, I think if you were, I think when people associate, when people think about strip clubs, they associate the strip clubs with like the shitty ones in Vegas that they've been to Yeah, that are like <clears throat> kind of like really sketchy, like back alley kind of places where it's like, it's either sketchy back alley places or it's like really high end. But those yeah. two things in Vegas have the same problems because it's just like. You know, people, people are, are like, there for like their bachelor doing, parties, or yeah. for ju- even if you're in Vegas for anything else, your people are just like getting off the wall, blackout drunk, and like doing yeah. a bunch of drugs. Yeah, but if you ever been to like a strip club in like Portland or something, and you're just like there hanging out, hypothetically, just, like, hypothetically, you know, I don't know, like <laughs> and you're just, that surf steak bites, <laughs> and you're just there hanging out and like having conversations with like the dancers and stuff. You're like, all right, this is actually like pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I agree. When I went to Honolulu this year, we were in a strip club. We weren't planning on going, and we were just, like, hanging. It was, like, a Friday night, and then all of a sudden it was, like, where, where do we want to go? What do you want to do? And my friend's girlfriend, who now they're married, which I don't know how he has a wife. It's, I don't know how he – like, I, he couldn't keep a, uh, like, a hedgehog alive. And he has, a, he has a wife now. It's wild. And she was, like, let's go to the strip club. And we're, like, okay. You know, you don't have to keep your wife alive. Like, she, she keeps herself alive. Oh, well, yeah, but that just – I'm just saying that explains who he is as a human being. <laughs> And we were there for, like, fucking six hours. And we were just, like, it was just, we were treating it like it was a bar. But then, obviously, like, there's like girls, like, the, there's girls and whatever around. And then you, like, occasionally go leave the conversation that you're having and go get a lap dance and come back and talk. But it was, like, it, I don't know. I was in, like. She paid for the tab, too, so it was, that was really great. <laughs> I was in Salt Lake City with my friend one time, and we were, like, we we had this, like, failed bike packing trip and we just kind of like cut it short early but we still had a week left of vacation okay so we just kind of like wandered like road tripped back to california from denver and we wound up in salt lake city at some point and we were just like oh we don't have anything to do today let's just go to some breweries because they have like good breweries in salt lake city yeah and it's also one of the only places you can get like normal alcohol percentage beer yeah and so we like spent all day in these breweries and this guy was talking about how he just like came from the strip club across the street and we're like what they have strip clubs in utah that's crazy that is pretty wild and then we're like let's go and then so like me and this guy and my friend like all go to this strip club across the street and we walk in and we're sitting there and all of the girls have like pasties you can't even, you can't show nipples you that makes sense nipples. in utah and then we're and, just, or vagina obviously and you there's also no lap dances whoa what no lap dances, and all the dancers have pasties on. And I was like, and we were sitting there, and like we're doing the same thing that we're doing anywhere yes, else, right? Yeah. Except there are dancers that are like less clothed, yeah, right. And, yeah. We're, and I'm Which sitting if, there. If you go to like a Hooters or like whatever, like it's not that much different. Yeah, and and like the beers were like the same price, kind of. I mean. And we're sitting there, and I was like, I don't know why, but I'm just so much more bored here than I was at the brewery. <laughs> and he's, and then my friend was like, dude, I know. I actually can't put my finger on it, but I just like, I don't know. I'm just so bored. I just just. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, yeah, because like the you're supposed to be there for something else. We were like, I don't want. Why? Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I was like, we were having such a good time at the brewery. Should yeah. we go back? <laughs> nice. All right. What else could you do a 30-minute presentation on? Uh, I think everyone that knows me can, would know this one is 
upcoming UFC fights. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like just the, like, yeah, like matchups. Like who do I think is gonna win? Who's like, or and even adding onto that being like, okay, which which title fights should they book next? Mm-hmm. Which ti- which which guys in in like the top five or top ten of the division should fight next? Mm-hmm. Like different like different stuff like that. I could do for I could do that forever. Yeah, that makes sense. Along along that same line of like sports, I think I could give a pretty good thirty minute presentation about online sports betting. Yeah, that was on my list. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could both probably give that. And I and I actually did it recently when my dad was in town. I kind of did like a little like maybe fifteen minute pitch about yeah. gambling. So sports I, I, betting one hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, here's I, how you lose all your money, but you have fun doing it. I have I have this like hunch that my dad. And he'll never tell me this, but I have this hunch that my dad back in the day was a degenerate gambler. Like I remember during the pandemic when I got really into horse racing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I told I kind every of like, night. Yeah, every single night. Every single night, you're like, oh no, this one's in Taiwan. I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're like, how are you gambling on horses? You're like, right do now? you want in? I'm like, I mean, yes, I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. I want in, but like, how? Why? <laughs> and I was like telling my dad about it, and he goes, and he goes, oh yeah, yeah, and. And I was like, "You ever gamble on horses?" He goes, "Oh no, no, no." And then, um, but then after he said, "It's no, quiet." Like... Then he like accidentally demonstrated like this superior knowledge of horse race bets, right? Where he's like, "How do you like, accidentally do that?" He's just like, "Yeah." So like, what kind of bets were you making? Like, we just put like an exacto, or like you went like the uh, exact box, or like what did you, you know? And he's like, "Dude," he's like oh, saying all this shit, and and then he was like, "You know, it would be better if you did." And I was like, "I thought you don't gamble on horses." He goes, "No, I mean, just sometimes I watch them on TV, and I think to myself, if I did gamble on it, you know, like maybe I would have won because I was like looking at that horse." And I was like, "What?" I love that. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I I, I still." get the things in the mail from like tvg or whatever it is and i kind of like flip through them and see what choices i would bet on and just you know see if it plays out and i was like what that nope. is the most like you know in the office like kevin malone is like i've gotten to a place with my sports betting that now i think i can go to like a dog race and like just not make any bets maybe a little one but just enjoy the sport <laughs> bet online sends me pamphlets he yeah. he had to get to a point where they were sending him pamphlets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're randomly sending those to every household. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you gotta think too. Like there, there's just a different feel for somebody who is getting a brochure in the mail, making their bets a week in advance, and yes. mailing it. Oh, in that is back in the day versus like pulling out my phone and being like, ah, five bucks. <laughs> you you know what that is exactly like? What? The Blue Mountain State episode where the coach – that's the dick pic episode when the coach is talking about sending dick pics. And he's like, when I used to play, you'd have to get a Polaroid in the mail on Tuesday so that it got there by the time the game – the day of the game. Exact same thing. It's, it is. You have to prep your bets ahead of time. You can't just be – oh, it actually – it might save you some money, though. It would probably save you some Because then you can't just be hammered and being like, I'm going to fucking quadruple or f- quintuple or whatever yeah. down on the last fight of the night to chase. You wouldn't be able to chase. Yeah. You actually saved a lot of money. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to chase. You wouldn't be able to chase. But Damn. okay, so I gave my dad, like, a family was coming into town, and I, I don't know, I was just thinking of stuff for us to do because there's, like, a ton of us, and so yeah. I was, like, trying to you know, cover time, you know, I'm like, okay, we're going to do this for this chunk of time. And I was like, oh, Mariners game on Friday. Let's do that. And so sent into the group chat. I was like, all right, we're going to the Mariners game on Friday. I just got the tickets, got them in the center field bleachers, a lot of like bars and food stuff near there. So whatever, like my friend Bruce was going. So like he 
was uh, he was like sitting around there and i was like we'll go meet bruce for like some shots in the tequila bar in center field yeah. and like whatever it'll be fine yeah and my dad's like yeah we go there for a few innings and like I have like asked my dad what he wants to do in Seattle like a million times. He's like, whatever, man, I'm down for whatever. And then I tell him we're gonna go. And to the he's Mariners been there game. a couple times. Yeah, I tell him we're gonna go there to the Mar- to the Mariners game. He's like, oh, we could go for a couple innings. And I was like, oh, that was a weird thing to say. Yeah. It is. And then he gets here, and then he like kind of says it again. I agree, but for the record, <laughs> I do not want to sit through nine innings of a baseball game. But <laughs> but then we get we get here, and I was like, all right, yeah, we'll go to the game. And then like, and he was like, yeah, yeah, cool. We should probably be there for like a few innings, right? And I was like, why are you? Why do you not want to go to this baseball game? You love baseball. Why? What's wrong? He goes, ah, oh, you know, it's Mariners Royals. Like, I don't <laughs> don't really give a shit about the Mariners Royals. Suck. I, I mean, fair point. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, but dad, like, and then I went into this like fifteen minute description about why going to the baseball game and live betting is like the best odds that you could possibly get in sports betting because, for example, the bases could be loaded and the over under is set at like say seven, right? And the minute that they somebody strike makes out contact or they hit a yeah, the minute somebody makes contact, the odds of that over being higher are a little bit more because you know it could be an out, yeah, it could be a pop out, it could be a line out, but it could be a base hit. But the fact that bat is on ball. Mm-hmm makes that line go up a little bit and you can hear the crack of the bat faster than bet online can see it whoever the fuck it is that's running that shit yeah and so you can have a bet ready to go and hit it and, and i was like going through this just describing yeah. the odds of it to my dad and he was like all right we'll go for the whole game i want 50 dollars on the mariners <laughs> And I was like, no, Dad, you're not listening. You want to put $50 on the Mariners after you hear the crack yeah, of the bat. Yeah, I love that. Dude. That is awesome. Dude, that, all right, that I don't, brings up two things. One is just I put a couple futures in today on Michigan to win the college football playoff. It was like, I don't know, something like 35 or 40, something in, in that range to win 250. Mm-hmm. I just made it to win 250. And then Miles Garrett to win Defensive Player of the Year. Nice. To win, I think, like 40 to win 200 or something. Mm-hmm. Put both those in. But, okay, so there's that's the story about my dad from, and he just is a gambler. Doesn't sports gamble in, or at all, but he's just like, plays poker. And his him and his buddies will play for like five bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like lo- he just like goes to, likes to go to the casino, loves to play poker. And when I was in college, for years, him and his buddies, the Friday before Christmas, every year, they'd take off work, drive up to Detroit, go to the casino, get drunk all day, gamble all day, and come back. Me, Shay, and Squee, I think, drove over to meet him. We get there at like 2 p.m. My dad is already blacked out. My dad handed me like 200 bucks for us to gamble. And then texted me while I was at the poker table an hour later being like, did I give you money? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. And then we like we got like either like a late lunch or an early dinner or something. And this is in Michigan when weed was still illegal. He went into the janitor's closet of this bar that we were at <laughs> to smoke his one hitter in the janitor's closet. <laughs> like at least be outside where the smell <laughs> like, goes why? away. That's so dumb. <laughs> And he just smokes it in the janitor's closet. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck is he, is he doing? And then, I don't know where we go. We go to a couple bars or whatever, and then we go. We have to, they parked in the parking garage of the casino. Mm-hmm. So we had to walk through the casino to get to the cars. And as we're walking through, my dad's like fucking stumbling around everywhere. He has a voucher. He's like, all right, let me throw it in the penny slot. 
Throws it into the penny slot. Wins like three hundred and something dollars Jesus. in the penny slot, and then we're so we're like walking out. He like goes to cash it out, and then like like just to get the the ticket out of the thing, and then he's walk. We're walking through the casino. He's just fucking falling over left and right, and he's trying to go to like all the tables and lose it basically. And his buddies are all like, "Yeah, fucking let him go. Fucking let him lose all of his money. We don't give a fuck." <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> and Shay is like just like fucking dragging my dad by the shirt collar almost to like fucking pull him out of here. And afterwards Shay was talking about it and they're like they're talking to him and he's like, "Honestly, it's just the same thing for me. This is just like one generation removed of what I normally do." <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. Like, <laughs> One generation removed. Like, Shay is dragging my fucking blackout drunk dad out of a casino. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. At, like, 6 p.m. This isn't, like, late <laughs> night. Like, oh, it was so funny. I feel like one you could easily give would be best board games, like, four type, per, like, types of, like, per type. Because, oh, like, yeah, you have think, so many. think about that. So, like, buy type of board game. Like, this is the best for this. This is the best for this. This is the best for... Yeah. This is the best for a big group. This is the best for one-on-one. This is the best for, like, role play. This is the yeah. best for, like, whatever. Yeah, I could definitely, like... My, like, huge game cabinet thing that I have, I've, I've seen people organize it in a way that, like, where... Buy style or something? Yeah, like, buy, like style players complexity and stuff like uh, that that's kind of cool which is pretty cool but it doesn't look as like put together aesthetic you know? yeah yeah because i got like similar colors and shit together yeah but i i feel like i was i was thinking about doing that for a while where i could be like okay depending on like left to right that's that's how much of a nerd you are right like if you want to be like three hours you're doing some fucking like Dungeons yeah you and could... dragons type shit that's a good one too by time yeah. By, like, how long the game is. Yeah. And I could I could definitely, like, give you... I mean, I'm good at, like, explaining rules to games, too, I feel like. Yeah. And I think that, like, I've played a lot of different kinds of games that I can tell people, like, exactly, like... You can, like, see, like, the different mechanics, right? Of, yeah. Like, yeah, I think that you could easily do. Yeah, it's like, this is a worker placement game, or this is, like, a dueling game, like... I think one that I could do, because... <laughs> I've taken so many golf lessons <laughs> is tell people how you're supposed to golf well, even though I can't actually golf well. Like I was watching Cole at the range and I was like, Hey, change this, change this, change this. Yeah. And like, I can't do like, if you're like an actually like a real, a good golfer and you're trying to get to a really good golfer, like I couldn't do that. Yeah, like I you couldn't could teach do somebody that. how to, but yeah. somebody that's like really shitty mm-hmm. to like, they're just starting. Like I'd be like, okay, I know all the shit you're supposed to do. I just can't fucking do it. Yeah. Like I could, Te- like I helped Cole. If like Cole actually played really well really? on Wednesday, yeah. Did he beat you? Well, no, but <laughs> he he did really well for only having golf for like the th- two or two months or whatever, <laughs> however long it's been. I don't have any other ones written down. I'm trying to like what I do the most. Like what I do the most. Oh wait, I give a really good right. I give a really good thirty minute presentation on what to do when you're pulled over. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. You're like, if you had anything to drink, I can give you everything you need to know or what you shouldn't do, what you should do. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that presentation because I've requested it. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Our, like, our our office does, like, outreach sometimes where they, like, go do these, like, teach your, teach people your, like, teach high school kids their rights and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, like, I I, I should probably figure out when those are because I would really like to do that. I feel like my life would Why be so Why are teaching much... high schoolers when to, like, just because that's when they start drinking, I guess? 
No, no, no. Not necessarily just for DUIs, just like what your rights just are. Just what like, the law... Oh, okay, like, yeah. That's a, a cop comes up to you. Like, I don't know. We go, back, go down to like Kent and be like, oh, hey, like if a cop fucking stops you... like Man, you could have prevented so are. many arrests if that shit was in my high school. Yeah, probably. And by... I mean just my own. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my life would just Alleged. be so much so, easier. No, sorry. Hypothetically. I feel like my life would be so much easier if people just didn't talk to the cops. I'll never understand that impulse to just like spill your guts to the cops when they get there. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I don't get it. So many people do it. Yeah. I don't know. Because they look at cops and they're like, These are the, this is the voice of reason. They're going to they're gonna help me. They're here for my benefit. No, they're not. They're here yeah, to fuck not. you over. They're going to get fucking arrest rates. One I could do right now is like I could do a thing about fantasy football. Just because I've been doing, like, normally could I do it? No. But, like, right now I've been doing, like, listening to a lot of podcasts about fantasy football. And just one. But, like, they have, like, a daily show that's, like, an hour. And then I've been doing, like, a bunch of mock drafts. And just because of, like, the time of the year I could do that. But, like, normally I wouldn't be able to. But, like, I think now I could do, like, drafts, different draft strategies and, like, um, different like ways to build your team, kind of stuff like that. Draft value, like sleepers, what up, breakouts, whatever. Mm. I think you do that. I definitely couldn't do that. I've done no research. I figured. I figured like most people haven't. I feel like maybe fifty percent of people do. In our or on our league, I dropped by Boxcar last night, and there were people that were like, and they're doing, that were doing their like fantasy football draft. Nice, but they were like. They had, like, binders of shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. They didn't even have laptops. <laughs> they had laptops and binders. Oh, so shit. So they were, like, doing research on the binders and then, like, huh. doing the laugh- draft on their laptops. I dig that. I just assume that nobody that has ever gone to Boxstar has done research into anything. Well, probably a good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck, like, the dude, they got it. They just, this year, they, they kept their tabs open on, they wrote your drinks on sticky notes mm-hmm. and the first like couple weeks you went there after they got the new system the guy was, was like pit. i'm yeah nick was pissed yeah he, he's <laughs> like i'm sticking with the fucking sticky notes i'm not doing this yeah, shit. yeah this is bullshit <laughs> he's like i'm not learning a new thing like <laughs> i've been doing it the same way for 15 years i'm not fucking changing it now yeah exactly i don't know that i have any more i don't know if i do either how to amplify the life of a party maybe <laughs> Had to successfully steal a sign from a bar. Yeah. <laughs> degenerate activities. Degenerate activities. Lovable degenerate activities. You give a 30-minute presentation on how to beat you in Big Buck Hunter. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Uh, it was nice talking to you. And uh, Luke is a liar. I'm way better than him at Big Buck Hunter. Yeah, well, let the numbers tell that story. Well, see you later. <laughs>